great power. You're in the dog zone for an hour. Come on. You know the number. the Dog Zone 9000, the official podcast of 1900hotdog.com. We are the only remaining source of daily comedy articles written by highly talented and multi-paid humans. Go to our Patreon and support us. The URL is patreon.com slash 1900hotdog. All your donations go toward the final glowing ember of joyful media. I was making antsy jokes when everything was 2400 baud BBSs, and I'll be here to make the AI murder bots work for it. I'm TV Shubbing from the internet, and my co-host... Is Dance Belt Quarterly's most improved bulge of 2017, the great Robert Brockway. I've been working on it. I've been working on it. I've been doing my uh, my bulge dips. My, uh, good. My bulge lunges, of course. Uh, I'm Robert Brockway. Here's a Brockway fact. I actually had a ghost hunting show where I went to haunted places and I got incredibly high and we saw how long it took for me to believe in ghosts. Uh, no follow-up <sighs> questions. I guess I don't have any. Uh, our guest is a novelist and comic writer, and she brings happiness to readers every Monday on the illustrious comedy website, 1900HotDog. Robert Brockway and me, please welcome local favorite, Lydia Bug! Yay! My bulge is better. <laughs> <laughs> but mine's Everyone improving. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> mine's getting there. It is pretty sweet. I didn't want to mention it, but, uh... Very classy of you. I know it's hard not to. I'm coming for that number one it. spot. <laughs> uh Liddy, do you have something you'd like to plug while we have everyone's attention? Uh, uh, uh yeah, sure. Follow me on TikTok. I have six thousand okay. TikTok followers and I feel like the queen of the world. It's uh Oh hell yeah. <laughs> at you know Lydia. Oh man, first time. First time we caught Lydia with a plug on awares. That's yeah. true. Usually you have a, a You're book so good. or a comic. I know. I'm so succinct usually, and tonight I was like Nothing. I have a plug. Um, I want to plug the new Howard the Ducks 50th anniversary comic book issue. Uh, it features a story by our own Merritt K, and it's great. You can go buy it at a comic book store right now if your city's lucky enough to have one of those. Oh, so cool! Congratulations yeah. to Merritt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's uh, a published Marvel writer. I want to. I want to plug uh, our site, which you already did. I want to plug oh, our site again. That's a good idea. I want to plug 1900.dog.com again because. We are, uh, as, as of right now, we are a little over $14,000 in pledges, uh, but Patreon is about to kick our knees out from under us, as they do every That's month. That's uh, <laughs> So we will not stay there. However, however, if we can get back over that quickly enough, it will be Ape Week. We will have a solid week of all <laughs> Ape content. That's the I content so you many want. Tough choices to make. The kind of problem you want to have. Too much Ape is a good problem to have. When you have eight weeks. I'm calling up. it right now. We're going to do Congo again. We will. Uh, that's my promise to you. We will There's cover no in some way, way, shape or form. Maybe we'll just watch Congo again. I was like, we should, we should just redo the Congo podcast and see, you know, the little nuances we missed the first time. We should redo no the podcast, the Congo podcast every milestone and just add one more person in. And so like <laughs> a few years down the line, it's going to be like 10 people all freaking out about Congo at the same time. It's gonna be- I would actually sign up for that. I was yeah. going to say no. And then I thought, why would I say no? That sounds awesome. <laughs> Agreed. Well, for Puppet Week, Liddy, you did uh, Tim Curry faces from the Muppet movie. Uh, I don't see any reason you couldn't do that for Congo. Someone in the Discord <gasps> suggested that. 
Oh and God! I was yes. like, I was like, fuck yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's happening for sure. <laughs> for Puppet Tim Week. Curry's Congo faces. That's the kind of content we promise you, listeners. We're withholding from you unless we can meet our funding goals. <laughs> See, for for Puppet Week, I brought you a surprise cannibal uh, pedophile. I don't think I have a cannibal pedophile ape, uh, but like, uh, but I bet I can find one. <laughs> with with your help, with your donations, <laughs> all all of our all of our pledge goals are such threats to the listeners and readers, <laughs> and like your writers specifically. Yeah. Like yes, that's, what you're that's true. About. It's always yeah. a punishment. <laughs> um, today's a very spooky podcast. We all watched the first episode of the fucking stupid, absolutely dog shit, fake ass ghost hunting show on Netflix. Twenty eight days haunted. Um, I actually watched the entire season just so I can sort of, uh, you know, lead us through this conversation with See, uh, more awareness. I watched the entire season also, by which I mean I did watch the sizzle reel at the start of yeah, that's <laughs> where they just show like about two seconds of every day uh, to get you to get you hyped for the show. I can promise you that's 100 percent of what happens in the show, though. Like, I know everything you, you do. You're exactly yeah. right. You're exactly right. Um, I, I usually watch way more than you guys ask me to just because I get into things. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't happen with this. Only watched no, one episode I, I and I was imagine. like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, this show is it, this. It's so terrible and kind of in a fascinating way. We'll get into it, I guess. But um, before we start, um, there's one thing we need to do. Uh, as the show is just dumb as all fucking hell, I worry we're only going to roast it. So to put more of a positive spin on the show, I want uh, you, Brockway and Liddy, to take on special roles as we discuss. So I want one of you to be a TV producer, and the other one is going to be a real Ghostbuster. Now, let me explain. The TV producer's job will be to give notes to improve this trash for broadcast. You have no ethics or relationship with the truth. And for the purposes of this exercise, you have access to all of Netflix's money, which is obviously limitless if you're the CEO or nothing if you wrote them a hit show. Oh, now, me, please, me, please. I have oh. so many notes already. Okay. Uh, Brockway, do you have any uh, problem with being the Ghostbuster? Uh, no, explain my role as the Ghostbuster, though. It is quite simple. It, your job will be to ensure the safety of the cast and crew. Uh, for the purposes of the exercise, ghosts are real in our world, and you just need to make sure no one dies. Oh, that can't be right, done. Do you think you could take on that responsibility? I mean, am I held responsible for all of the deaths? Because there will no, be so nobody, many. Nobody cares. Liddy has unlimited money. She can just bury any of it. Yeah, Netflix kills okay. people all the time. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> then, yes. <laughs> then I'm totally... As long as we, yeah. as long as we have some sort of backhoe to bury the bodies uh, in bulk... <laughs> Uh, because these are all the worst ghost hunters I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Without a doubt. I watched the full season and I can assure you uh, it's worse than you can imagine. Like ghosts aren't real. Uh, Let me say that. I do not. I don't believe in ghosts. Ghosts aren't real. I'm amazed everybody survived this. I'm amazed everybody <laughs> lived through this. Thing. Yes. Uh, I, Liddy, do you believe in ghosts? I guess we should get that out of the way. No, I'm like one of those people who's like, I definitely don't believe in ghosts, but would I go into a haunted house? Hell no. Okay. <laughs> so, like, that's kind of my so opinion on it. So it's not like 100%. There's a part of you that yeah, at least like, has... Do I believe like a, in ghosts? No. Am I going to test it? No. Um, yeah. You don't want to die to a ghost. Yeah. Like, in living in the South, I feel like so many people believe in ghosts for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, when I worked at a major corporation here, I was like in a meeting with a bunch of people that were like MBAs and, you know, like just... 
people you would think of as being really intelligent and they started talking about ghosts and they just all believed in ghosts. Like literally a, every single one of them. It's a really normal thing to to believe in. I, I never got it. See, I, I believe uh, in ghosts zero uh, percent. I believe in zero percent of ghosts unless I get high and then it's a hundred and four percent. I think I feel like I kind of believe in ghosts like sort of as fun uh, up until like I was a young adult. And then um, I think everyone eventually gets to this conclusion if they think about ghosts too long. But um, I was watching a video about um, Harry Potter and it was a Christian video talking about how Harry Potter was evil. <laughs> and they were interviewing the witch queen of like Austria or something like to me has to be like the most powerful sorcerer on the planet Earth. Right. Yeah. And they were like, they're saying, hey, every Halloween, we just open a portal, a fucking random portal. We invite any demon or spirit that wants to come through. And the interviewer says, so have, what's come through? And they go, oh, nothing. And I thought, if you can taunt the supernatural this hard as the most powerful sorcerer on earth and fully admit on TV that you've never seen a ghost, I'm like, okay, that's, they can't be real. Like, and it just sort of it took all the fun out of it. It's just like, oh, man. Yeah, uh, for, for me, there's like very clear politics behind who gets to be ghosts and who doesn't. Like, right. it's always, you know, uh, about a 20 year old white woman. You know, like, that's it. And I'm like, man, in a country where we had slavery, um, I think there would be a lot more ghosts of <laughs> I, slaves. I, but yeah. no, they don't have any unfinished business. Like, they're fine. I think um, the white privilege pierces yeah. the veil white between reality. specters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Smoke -ass> spirits. Uh, <laughs> so the show is, it's about investigators in a social experiment. They're facing extreme isolation and trauma in a hostile paranormal environment do not attempt that's the fucking warning on the show um yes which i think is great because netflix i mentioned this in the slack but netflix is currently being sued by two <laughs> other reality tv show uh participants for torturing them so to like open up the show and be like hey we're torturing these people i thought bold move <laughs> uh, yeah I just watched uh, the penultimate episode of Squid Game, and they did that uh, Squid Game thing where they jump across the glass bridge, and they dumped those people through trap doors where they fell like 20 feet into nothing. And maybe there's a trapeze net or something down there, but I'm like, there's no material on Earth where that was pleasant to land on. Those, like, some of those knees got shattered. Yeah, somebody um, got nerve damage from that show, so... Yeah. yeah, not great. Like I said, Netflix, not super concerned about the participants. <laughs> They're basically the jigsaw of television networks yeah. at this point. Somebody's got to be, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we, talk, we talked about this super tease uh, where the show just shows like clips from the entire thing. This cabinets opening and closing on day four, a strange noise on day five, a shadow on day six, feelings of dread on day seven, a demon on day nine, something spooky on day 11, a vision on day 15, spooky sounds on day 15, 19, 20, a chair tumbling down the stairs on day 23, a demon fight on day 25, a demon fight on day 27. And that is what I wrote down as my notes as quickly as I could. Um, <laughs> and that is 100% of the things that happen in the show. Actually, no. Nope, that's way more than 100% of the things that happen way in the more. show. Way more. Because none of those things happen. Yes. Most of those are arguments with air, and the chair tumbling down the stairs was definitely the cameraman filming the chair tumbling down the stairs. Um, anyway, on any notes so far, TV producer? I thought this looked pretty good. Yeah, I, I love the sizzle reel, obviously, at the beginning. It's great. I do have some concerns about the what's going to happen in between those things. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. My original pitch for the show, I have to say, was if they're they're saying this is like an experiment, you know, and they have right. the whole, you know, uh, I wanted what I wanted to do was one of these houses isn't haunted. 
you know, totally not haunted. We know for a fact, oh, two, two so of them good. haunted. Yes. And then you have to figure out that if, if one of them is actually not haunted, that would, would have been better. They uh, turned me down for some reason. Oh man. See, I would have really liked if there was more of a prank element too. like, like yes. if the producers had rigged the house just to sort of, cause I, I feel like these ghost hunters know, like, I think they probably believe in ghosts, but they also probably know when they're full of shit, at least to a certain point. Oh, for um, sure. So I, I bet they get feelings of dread and they're like, oh, I've said something, whatever. But I also think they probably like cheat and say like, oh, I'm sensing the ghost of uh, the guy I looked up on Google, that that type of thing. Oh, yeah, um, a thousand percent for sure. So like if there's sure. any way that we can seed them like fake information about the house or if we can, you know, ju- just get them to be like, oh, this house is so haunted. And I, honestly, best if none of them are haunted, but it, I would go for two, two haunted and one not haunted. <laughs> Okay, I see. What I was thinking, though, is that they were, um, that you would have the house rigged to actually make spooky sounds, to have like supernatural things happen through special effects that the people filming the ghost hunt weren't in on. So they would, I want to see how far you could push it before like the fake ghost hunters, like really thought they caught a ghost. Like this is the day. Holy shit, that's real. But I I feel (laughs) like it, the fact, anytime it would become verifiable, they would know that it was a prank. Just, yeah. I'd like to add a wrinkle here. Okay. I'd like for the contestants to know that that's the premise of the show so that they are aware there is the possibility that this is a non-haunted house and they look like assholes. Like I would (laughs) like them to, I I would like to see that fear and nervousness as they're like, as they're like, oh, it told me though that the walls are bleeding. (laughs) Uh, Probably, I guess it could have been nothing. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, I'd love that. I don't want to commit. I don't want to commit to that. <laughs> That's the kind of psychological trauma we here at Netflix would love to see. <laughs> I would legit watch the hell out. I would watch that. I won't watch any more of this show, but I would watch yeah. the hell out of that show. I'd be fascinated I'd by Watch that. the psychological, like, destruction that ensues as they try to both cover their ass and also maybe catch a ghost. <laughs> as they're, like, just right up, right up until the end when they're, when they're hovering and being assaulted by visible... <laughs> poltergeist they're like uh this this might not be the one i don't know i can't commit i can't do it <laughs> yeah imagine the the wafer thin line you have to balance on when you're like uh, i think i'm hearing a voice or maybe you not f- you fucking idiot i'm right here <laughs> yeah it's, it's coming something's coming through i uh okay so the 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 fiction of this show uh, this this show taking place in our real world is that uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they're very famous paranormal investigators. Uh, they're responsible for the Amityville Horror, Annabelle, and The Conjuring, a lot of shit you've probably heard of. They had a theory that it takes 28 days to pierce the veil between our worlds. Uh, unfortunately, they died before they could prove it. Which uh, <laughs> is, like, I guess, uh, <laughs> doesn't seem very hard to prove. Like, you could do this easily any month of any year with any of the amulets or gems you prepare. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> well, and it feels like after death would be a great time to prove it. Why did that no stop them? No fucking shit. So they have a whole ghost society they started, and it's being run by their son-in-law, in-law. Tony Sparrow. Uh, so he doesn't have any of their paranormal research blood, but he knew their daughter. Uh, anyway, the, the plan is, to, of course, to spend to film people spending a full month in a haunted house. So it's like an episode of That's So Raven, only times fucking 28. I, I wrote down it's like the real world when people stop being polite and start seeing ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Both I like that better lights. than mine. We'll use that. 
Uh, you're a great TV producer. That's why you're the. That's why you're the best. Yes, thank you. That's why Netflix play, pays me the big money to do the torturing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as a real Ghostbuster Brockway, do you have any notes so far, or do you think? Uh, well, as you the, think this is a survivable. As the real Ghostbuster, uh, I do approve of taking. Uh, actual people that already believe in this thing and then putting mm-hmm. them into an environment where they're supposed to believe in this thing and then mm-hmm. seeing what oh my god they might believe in this thing like that that's <laughs> that's foolproof yeah. like, i can't believe they actually got results using that system yeah uh, it's crazy i do as see i'm also the guy that's kind of in charge of safety and i don't know where that line is so i would like to see these houses uh child proofed a lot more there are no children involved but i do believe it, it could benefit from uh a lot less sharp corners and uh maybe maybe if things couldn't swing open quite as much uh i do believe mm-hmm. there are going to be some possibly ghost possibly not uh, uh fatal head wounds just good call they probably do have a lot of kids go through here on the ghost tours as these are all uh pretty famous ghosts haunted locations <laughs> yeah i just i worry about each of these crews being left alone in a house if that was the end of the premise like if the if the end of the premise was right. we've taken these three people and left them alone for 28 days yeah. in a home let's see if without they without pre-chewed food yeah they might die so if i'm if i'm in charge of all of that uh this is a disaster it's a disaster already <laughs> so so isolation is the key to this study so the investigators, uh, they need to be all stupid and crazy for it to work. So they ritually hand in their cell phones while they're blindfolded in the car. Like, like we watched them blindfolded in a car, like solemnly passing over their cell phones. Uh, I like the cut. I'll consult with our TV producer. Uh, is there any way to make this more dramatic? It seems maxed out, but... Um, I would love it if they had to cross a shark pit with those blindfolds on. Okay. Again, that was vetoed. I I did like the way everyone was like, whoa, we're wearing a blindfold. This is spooky. Like they made sure to say it out loud in case we weren't sure if it was spooky or not. Um, that was a note that I gave them. I like that they, the cuts that they implied where they would show them the blindfold and they would do these nice long aerial shots as like the scenery changed as the car yeah. is like, as you would do in a movie to signify like a cross country trip. So I liked the implication that they come, that came out to like a car, put on a blindfold, and then just like four days of driving to get to right. where they were going. Like they flew to New Jersey, but they drove to Denver. Yeah, and and one note I did have about the locations was that did anyone notice that the the biggest spookiest looking house had an enormous Christmas ornament on the roof? <laughs> yeah, um, that's a gozer summoning star, and you know it. I asked them to take it down and they said no. <laughs> I thought that was adorable. I actually made a note of that, that, that that was kind of the only spooky thing about it because it was like kind of a nice, well-kept building in a beautiful neighborhood. Like this is a $5 million home in, a, in civilization. And that goes to somebody star. Sure, that's weird. But it's otherwise, like, it's fine. Uh, they didn't even like tell the landscaper to take the week off. So the, the lawn is all nice. Uh, I'm saying this place is at best haunted by the ghost of a tech bro who died on a ski trip. This place is, it's fine. No one's going to die here. Yeah, that's it's fully the, a, a functioning bed and breakfast. Yeah, that's the problem <laughs> yes. with each of these places is that uh, the premise of your show is can we, can these people survive the 28 days of living here? And the answer right. is yes, they could survive sure. uh, many decades. There are people living here. Yeah. Uh, full time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so <laughs> here's, I guess, they keep explaining the premise to us as they show the, the, the houses. The first team goes, there's three teams, which again, is it's it's too much TV packed into one show. First team goes to Denver, Colorado. Second team goes to Madison, North Carolina. The third team goes to Preston, Connecticut. Uh, 
Uh, how far is that from you, Brockway? Um, well, there's nothing very far from you in Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut, that's good, that's Connecticut's really just like a city. Uh, yeah, it's probably like, I don't know, 40 minutes. Okay. So you can hear the screams from there, the ghost screams. Yeah. Yeah. I could, okay, good. I could holler. They, they might hear me. <laughs> so while they're doing this, ex- you know, explaining the setting, they give a lot more details on the theory. So uh, after 28 days, and I quote, uh, the barrier between the living and the dead will become virtually non-existent. Uh, so all of these secrets will come flooding out. One of the investigators explains. So it all it takes is one February in a haunted house. And there is no difference between you and a ghost. And I think that is quite a theory. I'd love to see the data they collected. I guess in my head, I pictured like a paranormal scientist recording a centaur ghost after two weeks. And then like, be, oh, oh, I can almost prove it. And then they cut his funding and they're like, God damn it. We'll never know. We'll never know. Like the ghosts are shy and they're yeah. just not going to talk to you yeah. unless you've been around for a yep. while. And like, if you go outside to get the mail, it's like, fucking that counts. Start it from the top. Uh, one lady in the car I loved, she says, uh, she can, it feels to her like the ghosts know they're coming, which is uh, great. Cause my uh, keen TV watching senses are picking up some narcissism from her. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, we made sure to get some of those on board, just like for every other reality TV right. show, even though it's like a small group, you want the narcissists. Yeah. It kind of doesn't work I, without them. Yeah. I think that's pretty self-selecting. I think, I think that's what ghost hunting is about. <laughs> it's, it's narcissism. Yeah. Like you have found a way to get attention to yourself. Psychics. <laughs> the whole, the whole deal is. So this is just really, it's just hat on a hat, really. Like, let's find insane narcissists worthy of reality television and uh, paranormal experts. Wait, oh my God, these Venn diagrams are a circle. Who would have, <laughs> who could have foreseen? Who would have guessed? Uh, speaking of narcissists, uh, Tony Sparrow has a paranormal, paranormal journalist, some fucking nerd in the control room with him named Aaron Sagers. Hey, uh, that is the bad boy of ghost busting, Aaron Sagers. He has a leather jacket. He, he genuinely looks to me like, uh, like Ben Shapiro doing like a right wing comedy sketch. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's as mean as thing as I've ever said, probably, but this could change it. Everything for how dorks make up spooky stories. He, he seems to think, uh, he thinks all this is real and all of it's science. And their setup is, it's uh, Night Trap. Uh, everyone knows the hit Sega CD game starring Dana Plato, Night Trap. There's, <laughs> there's cameras in every room uh, and they like jump between them to get all the empty room action. Uh, so, okay, that's, <laughs> you, you get it now. Um, we, I, I want to start with... Um, I don't think, like, first of all, that's correct. Uh, all Every time they will jump cut to something frightening, it is an empty room. But I was just reflecting, like, watching just this first episode, even if there was stuff in that room, like, you actually showed me a ghost in each of those rooms, I, don't, I still don't think I would continue watching this. No. <laughs> like, like, even if you had a special effects crew to do it, I would be like, ah, I, I can find a better horror movie than this. Yeah, if Bill if Nye's there. literally caught a ghost episode one, we'd still all be like, meh. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, it does, it does, like, drop so much dishonesty on you right from the start where you're like, oh, this is so full of shit that like, even if they showed you a ghost, like no one would believe it. And um, in fact, we've had our guest, uh, Eddie Doty was on and he uh, has edited some ghost hunting shows. And he said that one time they had footage of something legitimately paranormal happened. They're like, they saw something like move across the screen. They're like, what the fuck? They all kind of agreed. Like, that's a ghost like that. Like that fucking can't happen. And the producer said, yeah, cut that. That looks fake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, wow. so so there might be ghosts out there and we catch them all the time but like it just looks so stupid no one like shares it with anyone so here we are in denver 
And a- Amy, the sensitive, uh, she stands outside and I have a clip of her. She says some pretty fantastic shit. There's like a really heavy feeling. It's like, cause it's pulling my stomach, which usually <laughs> indicates that that's, there's a type of male that's here. Like pulling from your stomach, it means male. Yeah. What about female? My head. It's definitely got a story to tell. I can feel that from that. out here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I Girls pull on my it. head. Uh, I... Guys, they pull my belly. <laughs> Ghosts are very heavily gendered, obviously. Yes. As it is in life, so it is in death. Ladies pull the head, men pull the tummy. <laughs> uh, I love this. She said something so goddamn dumb that even a nearby paranormal investigator is like, what, the, what are you talking about? Where are you getting this shit? Wait, hold on. Hold on. You want to elaborate on that one? <laughs> what if it's a lady ghost? Oh, my head for sure. And he's like, huh. Huh. <sighs> I guess it, my life kind of unravels if I call bullshit on that. So, 20, okay. 28 days with you, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. We cut, cut now to Madison. And they take off their blindfolds outside a dry goods country store. But not like a Wild West one. Like one that's still obviously operating today with an old-timey theme. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. These two were... Um, I was so scared for that woman. <laughs> because yes. the, the man in this... For one thing... Only two people, a man and a woman who don't know each other, don't love that to begin with. Right. And, and two, I thought it said the guy was a dermatologist and I was really impressed for a second. Um, <laughs> so you must have been real let down. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he's a demonologist. Oh, they got a dermatologist to do this. Oh, my God. Oh, a demon. Oh, fuck. I was like, oh, someone with a real job. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> but like... Uh, whereas ghost hunters, I don't really care about. Demonologists scare me a little bit because whenever you're getting into like, this person is actually a demon. I don't think that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I was frightened for the lady in this group. Yeah, it's real weird. They uh, they never did get any sexual tension, which uh, was comforting. But um, I did like how Brandy, she immediately says, oh, wow. It's like just feeling the psychic energy. Like you guys, the fucking energy is so heavy here, guys. So and she she's like, Oh my god, we're in for way more than we bargained for. But they were bargaining for punching a hole between worlds. So, <laughs> what the fuck? And what they like, got was a f- still functioning dry goods store. <laughs> By which I mean, like, they sell jam. Like, there is a prominent jam display uh, where yes. you are trying to punch a hole through to the netherworld. You could theoretically reach over and offer them smuckers, just like right, right off the cuff. They stretch their own taffy. Ah, oh, the energy! The I energy! I can't stand another another day in this dry goods store. Oh, did you... Maybe I'll pick up some pancake mix while I'm here, though. Yeah, it's nice. Blueberry, all mixed in it, already. Is anything scarier than capitalism, you guys? Oh, I will agree. I immediately did not think Brandy was going to survive. Like, that's one of the things. So, like, will she survive 28 days with Jeremy, oh. the demonologist? <laughs> Because he is kind of he, he has a real angry dude energy. Yeah. Um, but uh, Brandy says that she thinks something tragic has happened here, which I think is a decent guess if someone blindfolds you and drops you off in a haunted house. I love I that like. both her and Amy come to the same conclusion, which is that uh, something something bad has happened yes. to a woman here. You are in a you are in like a three hundred year old home with multiple rooms, yeah. and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. That something in history may have happened yeah. bad to a woman here. I'm going to take a step farther and say, uh, maybe a man did it. 
Yeah, that's safe too. Um, Jeremy yeah, uses demonologist senses to say, yep, I was definitely afraid of that, which is demonologist for fucking duh. <laughs> yeah, this is a note I had they didn't take. What about happy ghosts? And <laughs> everybody was just like, ghosts. fuck off. <laughs> what you know, the Connecticut bros kind of ran into some happy ghosts. Not just not violent ghosts, I guess. A couple. Okay. A couple. Well, they were bringing um, real sensitive energy to their. Mm-hmm. To the, they were bringing definitely yeah. like maybe we're gonna gonna try to get something together with these ghosts. Maybe we're gonna try to. Get a little, yeah, uh, they were kind of on the prowl. They were like, yeah. uh, they were looking for lady ghosts. Like those are not uh, people that were inspired by uh, like a, a Connecticut haunting or whatever. Those are people that were inspired mm-hmm. by that one scene in Ghostbusters. Yep. <laughs> By Ray's blow, ghost blowjob scene. Yeah. We're like, that, oh, that's my thing. I saw that too young. And yes, that's my thing. That's his fetish. And you, it's a hard fetish to chase. You can't just like ask a sex worker to turn invisible. Yeah, we've looked into that at Netflix. Yep. And it <laughs> invisible sex worker. I, I, I watched the pilot and I was like, eh. <laughs> this isn't for not me. much to see so. yeah like you uh so brandy uh she starts taking a real big swing she's like i see a woman with two little kid kids giggling near her uh and just so much energy you guys just a lot of a lot of energy coming uh anyway that's it for uh madison uh we go now to connecticut where the three bros are they're outside of a place called captain grant's inn and they say, wow, the energy coming off this property is pretty intense. They're all feeling it. And only one of them is psychic. So it's, it's pretty good. Wild. Um, wild. Just wild. So and the other wild. are are professed self-called tech bros. Like just board, just <laughs> yep. board, you put board tech bros in a mansion with just oh, yeah. not safe. Not safe. <laughs> Again, we're concerned. Again, none of my concerns. As the Ghostbuster, I am not worried about ghosts attacking these people. And I am aware that this is a universe in which ghosts are real. Uh, right. I am much more worried about just uh, just pranks. Just like uh, just drunken, yeah. drunken just falls on foreheads. and spills. Yep. Hazing being going on, out of control. On sleeping guys. Uh, in your opinion, as the ghost expert, do you think ghosts would find them too lame to bother? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they're safe. Mm-hmm. I think everybody here is safe, except for maybe Amy. I think if Amy says some shit like, like, males pull on my belly and females pull on my head, like, as a ghost, I'm gonna pull on that belly. I'm gonna pull on that head. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you pull on that belly and be like, haha, I'm a lady. <laughs> yeah. Like, you gotta, you gotta, I'm gonna pull on Make your elbow now. You're gonna be everything. like, fucking, I don't know what that is. I don't know. That's a goat, maybe. <laughs> Dead goats everywhere. <laughs> uh, maybe that's one of the pancakes. Uh,. God, think how many dead pancakes there must be in that dry goods store. And furious. None of them Tragic. die well. <laughs> furious dead pancakes. None of them die well. Something happened. Oh, mail did it. Okay, so uh, let's. they cut back to Denver. And uh, these guys are feeling a lot of energy. Uh, now, the narrator explains that the guys aren't psychic, but they can recreate psychic powers. The same psychic powers of Amy with sensory deprivation equipment. <laughs> it's just like how, really hard. how many of the X-Men are just normal dudes and, until they, like, sit at the bottom of a pool. Uh, <laughs> but Amy, Amy's a natural. They make it clear. She doesn't need to float in a tank or anything to feel just, wow, guys, you guys, so much heavy energy. Um uh, she's there with Shane Pittman, uh, is the guy's name. He has the intensity of a 40-year-old trying to get into his first fist fight. And he says, when science can't explain it, that's where Shane comes in. 
Mm. He has a family, a wife and four kids, and he left them for 28 days. Uh, that's, that's fucking crazy. And his sidekick is named Ray Causey. And he says surviving this would be his greatest accomplishment in his career. And it's very sad, but I think it's more sad because I believe him. Just surviving. (laughs) Just making it through this alive will be the greatest thing I've ever done. (laughs) So he he has a wife and five kids. And so these two men left two women and a total of nine kids alone for a month. And here's what I know about being uh, solo with multiple kids. After a week. Those women would sleep with anybody just so there's <laughs> a pair of eyes on the kids while she takes a shower. I'm just, yeah. I just, I told this to my wife who was watching the show and she was like, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like she let me know if I left for a month. Like, <laughs> to chase ghosts. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's going to bring in some babysitters. Me and my buddy right, left for a month and cut off all contact with the, couldn't even call. Yes. Can't even call. To chase ghosts. <laughs> But it's their career, you guys. I did write uh-huh. down, this is, everyone wants to make this into a career. So you have to remember <laughs> that. They're going to be career ghost hunters. There's a lot of money in that. Uh-huh. Gonna, their kids, their five children will be set for life. Well, Brandy, oh, hold on. Brandy at the at the dry goods store does say she's a fifth, gener- fifth generation psychic. So this is a con that you can pass down <laughs> <laughs> through the family it's a she did it's a hereditary she says her grift. daughter's a psychic too yes. so the daughter's a sixth generation wizard <laughs> on the planet earth this planet <laughs> sixth generation kentucky wizard and for some reason her daughter didn't want to be on the show right yeah no sign of her uh so to, to give you an idea of how good these guys are at hunting ghosts they come in and there's a flicker fr- flickering light and they're like Oh yeah, that's that's probably a ghost. That's, a ghost. <laughs> that's pretty spooky. There's a so, noise. Ah, I mean, it's probably yeah. a ghost. Pretty Old houses good. famously have great electricity, so that couldn't be <laughs> that couldn't be the issue. Uh, Amy has some misconceptions she wants to clear up. Uh, I have uh, I have a clip of that. I'm a sensitive and a paranormal investigator. A sensitive covers a broad range of things. It's not just like, oh, I can see dead people or I can read your future. Like I consider a sensitive more of an energy reader. With my abilities as a sensitive, I am much more prone to spiritual attacks. (laughs) Being here for, you know, such a long period of time and having, you know, potentially dark forces trying to overtake me. I mean, that can be really dangerous. Okay. As, as the Ghostbuster, those are my exact notes. Uh, my exact notes are, I actually tried to get them to screen for this. I tried to say, uh, please make sure none of these contestants take double damage from ghosts. Uh, because they will be going into the ghost pool. Uh, so it, it's not, it's generally not great. It's generally yeah, not smart. great if you're like, a lot of time I'm targeted by ghosts a lot, just like out and about, just running errands. Uh, I do find myself getting attacked by ghosts a lot, so I'm a little worried about this show where I taunt murderous ghosts. Yeah, and as the TV producer, I circled Amy's name and I wrote bait question mark next to it. Um, can we make her yummier to ghosts somehow? <laughs> I uh, I really liked that. Even in this world where she has superpowers, it only makes her a super victim. <laughs> this, is fucking, this fucking lady. She later reveals that she's also partially deaf, you guys. And this this loss of kind of one of her senses, it really has enhanced her other abilities like her psychic ones. 
Oh, I knew um, you were going to say that. <laughs> everybody that As soon as Amy brings up her partial hearing loss, everyone's like, oh, God, here comes the ghost shit. Now, I do have... I, I do sympathize with Amy because I have been having a lot of problems with my eyes lately. I've got chronic mm. dry eye, so I do see a little more ghosts than you guys. I do right. have it's it's almost like like I've lost maybe eight percent of the effectiveness of my vision, but I have gained eight percent ghost. <laughs> that's that's incredible, in incredible. Uh, Amy probably wouldn't react very well to that. She's kind of a wet blanket every time the other guys are like, are your footsteps? She's like, no, dude, it's because we're walking here. Um, <laughs> but she is uh, correct. <laughs> it's true. I think her exact words were she goes, dudes, we're doing this. And she kind of does some steps. And so maybe she forgot the word for walking. I don't know. But the point is, uh, she knows the old wiring is ghosts, but she draws the line at creaky floors. She's like, creaky floors is people walking on the floors, not ghosts. Um, they hear some clicks in one of the rooms and one of the, uh, I think Shane, he says, oh, this is creepy as shit. So I really love that this is the terminology he used. It's not like he goes, oh, we have a minor class, uh, class D poltergeist manifestation. He's like, oh, fuck, this place has hella ghosts. I bet. <laughs> Did you hear that footstep? Fuck! Dog, I bet this ghost is from like the 1800s, dog. <laughs> you boys I, I and your ghosts. Be a woman. <laughs> no, no, I'm, it's a Native American. They're unhappy about something. <laughs> Not getting that part. Who's, who's to say? Who's, who's, probably we didn't bring civilization soon enough. <laughs> oh, no. Jamie, we're just going to go ahead and. <laughs> Jamie, keep it in. <laughs> Amy says that she feels like something. And like someone died here. I wrote the, her wording down very specifically. I Whoa. think what happened here is um, I realized in this moment that uh, someone can die, but when their ghost is haunting them, they become a something. Like you're, something is here, but it's never not the ghost of a human. Uh, I don't know. It just was an interesting turn of phrase here that sort of um, like uh, betrayed how there is a language that ghost hunters speak and she isn't fluent in it, I guess. Uh, but she's getting heavy trauma vibes, she says. Vision of a woman with blood coming down her face. I think Ray almost rolled his eyes. I rounded a couple times. I'm like, I think this motherfucker rolled his eyes when she said that, uh, which I loved. Um, yeah, see, I think they should have played up the drama within the ghost hunters and like yeah. their little niche beliefs a lot more. That would be exactly. fun to watch. I do more think like, that was a good idea was to get... So they're not all one troop. Like uh, yes. I think, mm -hmm. I think that's true of each of these. Is that there's there's some element to them that don't know each other. So now it's the narcissist competing for the most attention, and that's yes. a good. That's a good idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. If like, this was, feel... if they gave them knives, this could make some ghosts. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to step on your toes, TV producer Liddy, but. I feel like one of these people could be replaced with someone who's like a full-on voodoo doctor who's like <laughs> never seen a phone and has no idea what the gadgets are. So that, and then you get like the real specialization, you know? Like I want oh, blood. Yeah. They, they're making UFC. I want blood sport. I want people who are like, I only do ghost karate. You know, they don't like study all styles of ghost hunting. I think at least. Oh, yeah. I would like I would love an old curmudgeon who's like, oh, all your ghost tech mm -hmm. gadgets don't work. That's, yeah. that's a Pringles can. You know? <laughs> right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, when a ghost is here, my knee starts aching. <laughs> That's how you know. I think I think one of the ghost crews could be improved, and you can pick which one by adding, like, maybe the Harlem Globetrotters. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, or Sunny Cher. Any of that them. That is a any great of them. idea. If we could get the Globetrotters, they would have been yeah. there. 28 days in a from, haunted mansion both with the Harlem Globetrotters. Because that's ratings. That's excitement. And, like, a ghost can't win against Harlem Globetrotters and a team of ghost hunters. Ridiculous. I mean, if you. Yeah, all- so they're safer because the, yep. the Globetrotters would just challenge them to a game of basketball and win. You, yep. would, you would trap the ghost in a crystal ball and then they'd do tricks with him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're off to Madison now. Uh, those fuckers, Jeremy and Brandy, find a coffin upstairs, and they realize this is a combination drugstore, funeral parlor, actual regular person's home. So, how could this place not have ghosts? Like, there's just so much ghost in this place. Um, Jeremy seems real tired. He's a firefighter and a demonologist, so that's two 40-hour-a-week jobs, and he's just exhausted by how dumb his whole fucking life is. Uh, he is morbidly obese, uh, and it, it's it's obviously having a pretty serious effect on his health. Um, they find a but picture of... He does come alive when he sees that coffin. He's like, I'm going to put you oh, in Oh, yes. That. That's the first thing he <laughs> That's says. That's his first is, idea. Yeah. I'm going to put you in that coffin. <laughs> That's when I would... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, as the, as the Ghostbusters slash safety manager, that's when I would get her out of that house. Yeah. Me- well, hold on, hold on. Yep. Do you know her last name? No? <laughs> you you want to put her in a coffin. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a little too familiar. He wants to do the whole theater of giving her last rites, and he has no real reason for it. He just, like, wants to rile up the spirits. He just thinks this will really piss him off. He just, he just wants uh, to fucking piss him off. He just wants to, this is, I'll tell you what, this coffin is a box. We're going to put some ghosts in it, and I'm going to shake it. I'm going to shake it. See what, yeah, see what and pretend that, that she's at her funeral. Like that. Why would ghosts not like that? Ah, ghosts hate funerals. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. Uh, he doesn't know her, so he can't say anything about her. He's just like, we're sad that she died. Yeah, <laughs> seemed great. Yeah, uh, real nice willing rack. to do what a strange uh, firefighting demonologist tell him. Uh, the like getting uh, coffins. The, that was great. She packed uh, seven pairs of clean underpants. Uh, <laughs> not anymore, though. Uh, I'm sorry. How did you know? <laughs> uh, I already, I already found her on Facebook. Uh, okay, okay. We're off to Preston, Connecticut, and uh, we meet. Uh, we learn more about the psychic medium Sean Austin uh, and the tech gurus Nick and Aaron. Nick, I think, is my favorite character because he's playing the role of a skeptic. Uh, this is a full-time ghost hunting man with 200 pounds of ghost hunting equipment, and he's pretending like, oh, I don't, I'm don't, i not sure any of this shit's real yet. Who has given <laughs> and, up a month of his life yes. to ghosts? And the first thing he says is, something just touched my head. <laughs> Fully implying that a ghost, like, poked him on the forehead, and he's just, like, casual about it. But I don't not believe like, it. Yeah, I'm like, this didn't turn my life around, guys. I still think it could have been a really fat mosquito, but, like... Uh, so I'm just I'm just telling you what I feel. I was anyway. touched by the hand of death, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but it could have been nothing. Uh, they all walk around the attic of this obvious tourist attraction, and they feel ghosts pawing at them. Like, oh, something just punched me. Uh, but Sean senses the most energy on the second floor, so that's where they start. Um, now we go into the first night. Um, Amy does a thing called the Estes method. Now uh, there's a lot of gadgets on the show. In the bonus podcast, we're going to uh, do a gadget game to see if you two can guess what guess what all the gadgets are meant to do, and then what they actually do. But Ooh. that's that's a later problem. Uh, <laughs> right now, the Estes. Let me explain the Estes method. 
Uh, you blindfold yourself, then you put on noise-canceling headphones. Then you hook the headphones up to a spirit box, which is a cute little jukebox that scans frequencies that ghosts can manipulate. So you can hear them talk. I have a clip. It's fucking awesome. I'm dead. Help. Help me. We want to help you. Please show us how. I killed them. Who did you kill? Kill. What did he they do? They need help. <laughs> Who? Who needs help? Help us. If you need our help, tell us where you are. Kara. <laughs> the girl. Get out. <laughs> Watch me do it again. What did you do? I don't feel good, guys. Right, we gotta get him out. I don't feel good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Makes him feel bad, so he quits. And this may shock you, but that's a theme of the show. Um, I love I love that this requires like all the setup to do all of this, right? All of the right. I put on the blindfold, I put on the headphones, I take myself like out of reality entirely and submerge myself in the ghost world. And then I absolutely add no verve to the voice acting. Like I've created this entire theater and then I go, well, I'm dead. I'm dead. Ah, I'm super dead. God damn it. Uh, I'm still like, dead. Kill death. Kill death. Blood. 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 Kill death. Uh, girl. Blood. Kill girl. Hungry. Hungry boner. Uh. <laughs> well, the, the the ghost world that they're immersing themselves in is just like terrestrial radio, right? Yes. So they're yeah. just hearing like freaking Casey Kasem. Yeah, just just <laughs> random. Just random. FM I listened radio. to that one as hard as I could. I rewound it a couple of times, and all I heard for like one brief segment was beatboxing. I heard some beatboxing in there, and I would have we loved it if he would just boy. start. We found the Puerto Rican fat boy. <laughs> if he would have just started beatboxing, <laughs> the ghosts want me to buy Kellogg's. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so it's fucking. I also really like how they kind of debunk it as it happens because. Um, one person, they can't hear the people asking the ghost questions, and the ghost is not answering their questions. So, it's it just proves that no one's really communicating with this ghost. It's just a guy. Right, this is terrible ghost theater. Sounds. Like, it's yes. every aspect of it, it seems cool on paper, and then once you see it put into action, you're like, oh, this this just doesn't work, does it? This isn't very yeah. entertaining to My watch. note for this would be, like, don't wear noise-canceling headphones so you can fake the conversation. Make yeah. it interesting, you know? Right. That's a good. That's a good note. Uh, you could get a nice voice actor in to do a spooky ghost voice. Maybe Frank Langella, or I don't know, the guy who did Dark Side in all the cartoons. I am a ghost. So my friends, <laughs> you're like, hired. Oh, shit. Thank you. And I'll be. I'll be there, and uh, I'll work for three times what these people were paid, which is forty bucks and exposure. It's $666. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Amy tries this Estes method too, and uh, the ghost scares her, so she quits. I don't know if that means she's a very good psychic or a very bad psychic. Like myself, I don't know if I have any psychic powers, but I can put on headphones for an entire podcast, which may end up being two hours at the rate we're going, and I never get attacked by ghosts. Uh, I can, I, I, can I actually have you beat. Uh, oh. 
this is a much like this show. It's a competition in narcissism. So let's uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> since my eyes are going bad and I am more in touch with the ghost world, part of my therapy involves putting on a blindfold. And it, during that time, I do listen to noise canceling headphones. Uh, so I am. I spend at least thirty minutes every day uh, hanging out with ghosts. Just as valid, Holy just as valid shit. as this experience. And how do you find it? Uh, I find it pretty relaxing. I often fall asleep. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a, it sucks a little bit because I have to do it in like the middle of the day, and it can really tank your energy to get submerged in the ghost world and get like nice and cozy in the ghost world for like ten minutes. It's hard mm-hmm. to get going again. You definitely need coffee. Uh, often Connecticut, uh, Sean is just. Getting voices from nothing. He no gadgets, just raw donging the psychic plane, uh, and he is losing an argument to a ghost bro until he finally gets the name Adelaide from the ether. Which uh, you guys are not going to believe this, but I googled the place where they are, and Adelaide is the middle name of the main ghost from this world famous haunted tour location. The middle name. Yep. Her name is because they go out to the grave and they're like, "This is Adelaide's grave," and the grave says "Mercy." So I'm like. Did they just make up the name Adelaide and they're just fucking around? But I'm like, oh no, it's Mercy Adelaide uh, Grant or whatever. And um, anyway, this I have, when they say it's tough to get last names psychically, I yes, know somebody said. I have a <laughs> clip. I have a clip of exactly that. <laughs> the name, uh, that name, Adelaide or something. It's ADR. Any of them giving you a last name yet? Mm. That's tough to get last names. It's psychic. <laughs> <laughs> it's real incredible. Real tough to get phone numbers psychically and physically. Phys- I meant physically. <laughs> oh, that cracked me up. Like, and I and I love how like everybody has to yes and so constantly in this fucking environment. Like he can't just be like, why don't you just ask the fucking last name? Ask the ghost her last name. Um, he becomes really obsessed with Adelaide. He keeps mentioning Adelaide. Uh, like he'll call to the ghost and be like, "Ghosts, I will help you get to the other side." Especially Adelaide. It's every time. It's hilarious. If you were to do a drinking game where you drank every time he said Adelaide, you'd be dead by episode three, no question. Well, um, if he gets Adelaide to the other side, he's ruining their business. <laughs> exactly, and they do. It's funny you mention that because uh, in the final episode, they they put holy water on all the mirrors so all the ghosts can like get back to the spirit world because it got clogged up by dark energy anyway uh they get everyone back but the guy's like god i don't know if we got all of them because like almost specifically to like let the let the people know you could still like come here and take a ghost tour we don't i don't know if we got all of them (laughs) Uh, we definitely got the one big famous one though so you're gonna have to do some major revisions (laughs) to to the tour pamphlets there's kind of like like we got john lennon but ringo's here (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys I do. Uh, Ghost Ringo will definitely show yeah. up. I will say Disco the era theater, Ringo. It's the worst one. The theater of of their ghost hunting is fucking way better than the than the SD method. Like I love yes. that oh, they yeah. made that little device. They they get. He's like, well, oh, it's like yeah. a spirit box, but it has an amp. <laughs> he put a fucking yes. he put a fucking amp on the on the ghost box and just cranked it up to eleven. And that thing rules as a prop. It's so good. It's just like this creepy. I have little, that in my notes. Little Those exact yeah. words. It kind of rules. <laughs> the crackle of the electricity. Yeah, it makes little like, like, yeah. like little crackling zaps. It's got like a metronome element. Yeah. It makes a really creepy noise. You're like, yeah, that's. That's how you yeah. do it. He has to spin a little crank the whole time, <laughs> which is, I mean, clearly unnecessary, but it gives yeah. him something to do. 
Yeah, yep. that's. I did not like that part. I said, "Can we automate it?" He looks like an organ grinder with a little monkey. And <laughs> no, like, no, never he has that. to do the organ grinder monkey part. I mean, you would rather him just sit there and look at it. No, he's got to have like a like a. He's got to have an active role in it. I'm the guy. You need me. I crank the ghost box. Maybe like a maybe a keyboard. Can we just get something not as cute as a crank? I'm thinking it would just be a kick-ass band. Like just <laughs> if you just brought this on stage as part of your, your like industrial act. Yeah, like I would a one still man do band. That. Like a spooky one man band. <laughs> uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, they call this an electrostatic generator, and they do explain that it boosts the ghosts. Like this, that's what it's there for. Uh, I also like these guys' theater because anytime one of them isn't on the screen, there's all kinds of unexplainable thumps and bumps from the other parts of the house. I'm like, they, they, they're always busy. Um, Sean can't get a read on anything, and he thinks that's because there's too many ghosts, and they have too much power. I love it. Then, I love that he said, I believe his exact words were, there's hundreds of ghosts. Yes. At some point, he says there are hundreds of ghosts here, like like a whole army died here. Right, <laughs> right here, in this house. And they're they're all and, mad at me. It is next to like a Civil War graveyard. Oh, so, there it is. So these guys have gone through the house and like read the tours and pamphlets. They they know. Or they just fucking took their phones out of the box and Googled it. Well, yeah, um, if you can see the Civil War graveyard next door, it feels like a pretty big clue. Or, I, and I, I, agree. I don't want to poke too much of a hole in the mythology here, but maybe if you're, self, if you're selecting... A cruise to go into these things blind. Maybe you shouldn't have selected the one people whose profession revolves around knowing exactly these places and all of their stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. These guys have applied for a job as a tour guide here at least five times. (laughs) Yes. Uh, their, Their ghosts are not fucking messing around, though. I took a clip and it is spooky. Oh my God, hear that woman help? I want help? The woman just screamed for help. Oh, I just feel it's something really just not good. I'm psychic. He's psychic. I'm psychic. He's psychic. Right after I said that. Right after I said that. It's freaking sane. Oh, it chills, man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. No escape. What the hell? Guys, this is going to get real. And this is only night one. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the, shit. Their little fucking jukebox said no escape, like clear as day. Like that's, you guys are going to die. I, I think, I, I think because they are from different crews, like clearly the the tech bros have just a better theater. They have this little, yeah. they have a little tape Agreed. that they play with, with creepy Halloween sound bites on it. And Sean the Psychic is just like, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't understand that they're bringing their own game. Guys, <laughs> there's ghosts in the haunted house. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, fuck, I've been faking it all this time, but I heard it. I heard that. Oh, fuck. We're all going to die in here. You got to get me out. Uh, <laughs> back yeah, in Madison. The, the oh, issue with that, too, is I, ha- I had a note here where I said, can we in- improv some some different things? Because since they're all mm-hmm. separate and not talking to each other, they're all doing the same get out, no escape. There's a lady. Yeah. There's blood. Yeah. I'm like, can we do a unique one? Can you do a, like, I don't know. There's spooky fish here. It's a sea captain. Uh, something. Something something different than all the I exact agree. same things. An entire rock band died here and they're going to play tonight. Yeah. <laughs> We need you to take over as bass player. 
to put our souls at rest. But to do that, you're going to have to flatline. (laughs) (laughs) Something. Yes, let's get some. They need to tell everyone, okay, house one is doing get out, no escape. House two, you're on blood. House three, you're on uh, young screaming women. It's young women. Okay. House three, just fuck with Sean. Just really, just (laughs) really give it to him. He believes this whole thing. It's great. (laughs) Yeah, house three. We're pranking Sean. We're all it's all it's a big prank. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Over in Madison, uh, Brandy's dumbass lays down in the coffin for this strange man, Jeremy, and she has a REM pod, which is a device that lets ghosts change the temperature that makes uh, the box beep. So this lets uh, ghost hunters have a very uh, take one side of a very leading conversation. This sucks. Uh, this device sucks. sucks. Like it looks, it it's got the words REM pod on it. It's got a, like a brand name. Like you bought yeah. it. You bought it from yeah. fucking it's wish.com fucking or some Milton shit. Bradley fucking. Yeah. That's like the, what I said. Looks like half a Pringles can. The other yeah. boys built a fucking steampunk ghost amp. Like if you're going to dedicate your life to this, you don't get to buy your props from fucking Costco. <laughs> and kudos to REM pod for, for selling what must've been 50, 50 units of the dumbest goddamn nothing that's ever been of unpaired uh, garage openers <laughs> I, it is a cool idea though to have like a, a beep conversation with ghosts and mm-hmm. there is another ghost hunting show that i've seen use that to their advantage i don't know if you guys have heard that there's this new um Ghost hunting show on Hulu where they have like all queer people hunting ghosts. And okay. there's like a woman that goes into this uh, bar where a ghost sexually harasses women and she doesn't get sexually harassed and she's upset about it. <laughs> she's like, what is my, is my hair like not or something about, I don't think he likes my hair and the box beeps. That's <laughs> she's funny. like, oh my God. <laughs> like they could have done that on this show. They yep. could do that on any show. Ghosts have good radar or gaydar. They know, they know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> To leave you alone. Uh, so uh, Jeremy starts performing Brandy's funeral and she's immediately surrounded by ghosts. She's like, holy shit, there's kids everywhere. They're surrounding me. Uh, there's energy. Sometimes it's woman energy. Something happened to her due to a male is what she says. Again, very safe bet in any era. Taking that uh, wild stab, much like much like young husbands from 200 years ago. Just... <laughs> Yes, yes. In this enormous, in this enormous house with multi-century history, I bet something bad did happen to a young yeah. woman because of a man. <laughs> and yes, uh, this starts to go off the rails. Jeremy starts doing an exorcism while she, uh, in sheer panic, describes the Google results for this location. Uh, she keeps hearing the words "get out." Uh, something touches the top of her head, and they cut. That's. The uh, that's how they go out on that episode is like that ghost. Some ghost is killing this woman head first. Tune in next episode to see if she dies. Spoiler alert. She does not die to a ghost. Um, oh, thank God. I was so concerned. Right. I do have uh, some things I want to tell you guys about the show uh, that I, I'm very excited to share with you. Uh, Brandy uh, hides outside for a full night because she gets scared <laughs> of the house and she makes Jeremy move downstairs uh, in the dry goods store where like the people in this bustling city not bustling but small town can just walk by and watch them sleep through the, the giant <laughs> panel windows the, you know just, there had to be such a fight about that where they're like yeah. you specifically said they would not be in the store during business hours <laughs> he gets uh possessed jeremy gets possessed by a demon and uh-huh. spends three days in bed it's a very lazy demon and he, he has to like sleep it off um and 
they do an exorcism, kind of. Um, All the demon does is nap? His name is- Yeah, basically. He kind of gets mean and, like, uh, Brandy gets scared that he's going to kill her. Like, he has a couple of uh, really fake outbursts. Like, uh, I can't remember what he says, but he's like, I'm not going to snap and kill you. And it's, he doesn't, they don't have the acting skills to pull it off. So it's like not as scary as I'm making it sound. That uh, is a great, I don't know. Jeremy's got, Jeremy's got the con down. Like if you yes. are yeah. a violent, low impulse woman abuser, just call yourself a demonologist. And then you can be yep. like, it was the demon. It was the demon Jägermeister that made me, that made me turn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Another one got me. I've got to uh, go sleep and eat an entire loaf of untoasted bread. But I I feel better today, ma'am. Get in this tiny box. Get in the tiny box. Get in the coffin. I'm going to put you in uh, that coffin. <laughs> in uh in the final on in Denver, they they do a séance and they call Kara and Marianne, who are two girls who were murdered there in the 70s. The ghost one of them is just like full on talking to the ghost like, "Oh, go downstairs and look around." Oh, look up. They, they kind of word it like it's a fucking beginner escape room clue, but it's like the ghost just says, just go in the fucking basement and investigate. So they go down there and they hear a bunch of screams in the wall and they're like, huh, what is this? What could this be? And nobody can act. And they find a newspaper article of a different murder and then they blame it on the murderer they're already investigating and uh, tell all the ghosts they can leave and they're very happy to give the family's closure. Now, when I say give the family's closure... They blame their death on an unrelated serial killer. Uh, and when I say unrelated, they pull a different murder who was also not related to a serial killer, combine them into one serial killer spree and say, tot, tot, got it. And uh, they're done. Um, so they Madison, so they then go and bring that serial killer to justice, of course. They, they, right. They, uh, they go no, no, actually, nope. That's not what happens. Um in Madison, huh. uh, Jeremy has an argument with a demon that possesses him. Um, wow! Oh. So double demon possessions—that's yeah, from be the rare. demonologist, it's, it's the only good. one to be possessed by <laughs> yeah, demons. Both demons. What a coincidence! And a voice screams for help, and this is great because when the voice screams for help, uh, Brandy's fucking out. She literally says the words "I'm out." She leaves. She's <laughs> not to help the whoever screamed for help. Just gone. She's out of the dragon store, and Jeremy sits down. He, so, whoever screamed for help, it will never arrive. Um, <laughs> then he gets super mad at the air for making him scared. Uh, something falls off a bookshelf, and he yells at the bookshelf that he will not flee from it. It's so fucking stupid, and I love it. Um, and that is uh, that's everything I wanted to share with you. This show could be so good. If you just had somebody go back over the frames and animate like little faces on the inanimate objects, yeah, like a little a little <laughs> face on the bookshelf where like ah, you know, I yes. will not flee from you, I will not get out of here. Every time they they hear a little bump, it's just like a naughty teapot or something being all coy. <laughs> you could save it. You could. Uh, any final notes from from you, TV producer? When I googled the show, I feel I saw saw someone say that like Jeremy had to go to the hospital. That <laughs> will come up. Of it. That'll come up in the bonus podcast. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, that cool. happens. They said, yeah, and they said he came back the next day and had a giant Coca Cola and two spring rolls. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah, he had an emergency spring roll. <laughs> He's like, I gotta get to the hospital. 
The wonder- yeah, okay. I, nurse, they won't let me have spring rolls on the show. I love that. They One of the things Netflix is being sued for is not feeding the contestants on Love is Blind, so it's possible. It's possible they weren't feeding these people. It is very possible. And <laughs> Jeremy's body so will funny. eat itself if he goes 20 minutes without having a spring roll. Oh, God. <sighs> okay. I just had to ask if that happened or if it's someone true. was it's like doing a funny. Okay. Nope. It's <laughs> real. Um, but yeah, yeah. Production notes wise, I just think <laughs> we need more variety and we need one silly one uh, and one fake one. <laughs> it is truly astonishing how little happens on the show because – there's only uh, like six episodes and it's three teams in doing 28 days worth of Haunted House. So, I mean, if you do the math on that, that's that means basically nothing happens for about 45 hours at a time. Which yeah, is there's incredible. no way I would go insane from boredom if they really trapped these people in the house for 30 days with no Internet, like they said. And yeah. no, what are you what are you doing other than pretending to ghost hunt all day? I think day. that's what happened. <laughs> Yeah, like you're gonna find ghosts if the only thing to do is is improv with your ghost friends. Yeah, I remember. I remember life before the internet and before I had any amount of money. It, w- it was mostly me and a roommate living in a mostly empty apartment, uh, throwing lighters at each other. We called it the lighter game. Uh, <laughs> that's that's just what it looked like. Uh, I bet we would have invented ghosts. Uh, if- Absolutely. If my internet goes out for a half hour, I'm fucking faking a ghost attack yeah, on every member ghosts. of my family. Uh, coming next year on Netflix, The Lighter Game. <laughs> <laughs> You're greenlit, kid. <laughs> oh, we're getting sued for that. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt. It's a podcast canals. Und mit maximalem Schau. Doc Frankfurt podcast. Correct. Yeah. The craft is nicht trapped, is nicht ohne. Schickt in the Hunde zone. Vier eine Stunde. It's Hot Dog Junction, America's last comedy, children's variety, trivia, pee-haw laughing for Christ. Now here's Robin Markey. Thanks, Yodel and Julius. I'm Rob, and my friend Marky here wants to tell you all about the supremest cat this side of Job 410. Take it away, Marky. Aaron Croston, Adrian H, Aaron Roy. Alpha Shire Java! Alpha Shire Alpha! Alpha Scientist Java? Yeah! Andy! Arando Nava! It's Benjamin Cyranin! Uh-huh! Brandon Garlar! Brian Sailor! Marito! Cyril! Clementine Danger? Yeah, that's Clementine Danger. Reglamoy! Fires! Candy! Darren the Rogues for Fame! David Shaw! Dean Costello! Griffin! Dusty's Red Turtle! 
Eric Rion, everything, Fancy Shark, Thor, I'm doing really good, Eric, Jelloho, Greg Cunningham, Hamron, Haraka, Hamra, Harvey Penguini. Hot fart. Honk. I know what I got this one. Jaber L ate it. Yeah, okay. James Lloyd. Jeff Horowski. Jeff Salter. John Dean. John Nickin. John Inkoff. Joseph Charles. Josh Piss. Joshua Green. Ken Faisley. Hey, everybody, it's Lisa and Johnny Shuffle and Johnny Shuffle. That's good enough. Matt Riley, Max Riley, Mark Lear, Ricky Lowen, Mark Styles. Those are really hard. Okay, just close and smarter. Mojo, Andy, Neil Bailey, Errol Schaefer. Michael 104, Nick Wilson, Ozzy Bolden, Patrick Hertz, Patrick Hertz, Patrick Hertz. Yeah, I know, everybody knows I'm trying to say Hertz, okay? Rachel, Brian, Sparkowski, Sean Chase, Scotty Reception, Silverlock, Brandon, Edith, Hush, Hush, Hush! Thomas Cosmos! I can't, don't, 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 don't say a word. Oh, I got this. Thomas Cosmos! Thomas, alright. Thomas Cavazos. Okay. Timmy Toastigal! Tommy G! Leland Russell! Yanis Ionitis! Yosarian! And last but not least, Beethoven! Okay, okay, hold on. I'm gonna take it to heart. I'm just gonna do it fast, real fast. I'm gonna help. Fuck this, I'm gonna go eat some kids.